Blog Talk Radio. by the Appleseed Project, and the Appleseed Project is the sole project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is dedicated to teaching the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship project program in the United States today, and at the same time, reminding folks uh, how they got here, how they got to be Americans, and... uh, and what being an American means. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> we'll uh, start off the evening tonight with a a list of the schedule of events here. I've seen that they uh, – I'm not sure what how, I'm, how I was managing to go to the state list, or maybe the uh, IT folks just changed it on the home page uh, because there's a – a list of states, or a map of the United States that has uh, a list of all shoots, and that was coming up whenever I was going onto the schedule. And now it's back to a list of all the shoots. <clears throat> so let's give a quick rundown of all the shoots that we have coming up. We'll start with the weekend of the September 4th and 5th, and that's going to start out in Gunnison, Colorado. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Chillicothe, Illinois, Cornell, uh, Michigan, Winona, Minnesota, Humansville, Missouri, 
Canton, Mississippi. That's a, the fourth, fifth, and sixth. That's a three-day shoot. Boulder, Montana. Ramsar, North Carolina, fourth, fifth, and sixth, also a three-day. Infield, New Hampshire, Miamisburg, Ohio, Slippy Rock, Pennsylvania, Perrier, Tennessee, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Manchester, Tennessee, and that takes us to September 11th and 12th, which starts off in Sacramento, California. That's followed by Saugus, California, Brighton, Colorado, St. Augustine, Florida, Tacoa, Georgia, Waterman, Illinois, Eureka, Kansas, Knob Creek, Kentucky, Sherburn, Louisiana, Annapolis, Maryland, Marshall, Minnesota, Wilmington, North Carolina, Alliance, Nebraska, Raton, New Mexico, Troop, New York, Athens, Ohio, Eagle Creek, Oregon, Palmerton, Pennsylvania, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Jericho, Vermont, Castle Rock, Washington, Suwamico, Wisconsin, which take us to the September 17th and 18th events. That begins in Kaysville, Utah, Payson, Arizona. I'm seeing 17th and 18th. That must be a Friday-Saturday event. The rest of the events are listed as 18th and 19th. Payson, Arizona, Sierra Vista, Arizona. Fresno, California, Piru, California, Hartford, Connecticut, Hernando, Florida, Blackfoot, Idaho, Clinton, Illinois, Bedford, Indiana, Mansfield, Massachusetts, Osage Beach, Missouri, Three Forks, Montana, Alamogordo, New Mexico, Saratoga Springs, New York, Burlington Flats, New York, Afton, Oklahoma, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, San Angelo, Texas, Amarillo, Texas, Davila, Texas, Montpelier, Virginia, New Martinsville, West Virginia, Tuscaloosa, Alabama starts off the September 25th and 26th, followed by San Luis Obispo, California, Glen Helen, California, Rama, Colorado, Mayaka City, Florida, Marion, Illinois, Ottawa, Illinois, Grand, Illinois, Evansville, Indiana, Oxford, Kansas, Layton, Massachusetts, Hinckley, Minnesota, Princeton, Missouri, Como, Mississippi, Pelham, New Hampshire, Calverton, New York, Gibsonburg, Ohio, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, College Station, Texas, Fredericksburg, Texas, Cedar City, Utah, Nine Miles, Washington, Nine Mile Falls, Washington, Stevenson, Washington, Hubertus, Wisconsin, Withy, Wisconsin, Withy, Wisconsin, I guess that's how you pronounce it, and Stinson, uh, West Virginia, 25th and 26th. I'll take you to the first weekend in October. That will be uh, starting out in Coors Gold, California. Coors Gold, California. It's the first time I've heard of that location, so I guess that must be uh, a fairly new one that uh, Bob Tutin and his crew have added out in California. Coors Gold, California. I wonder what that place is like. Red Bluff, California. Gunnison, Colorado. Pensacola, Florida. Montrose, Indiana. 
Waterman, Illinois, Columbia. Uh, I can't read this. Uh, Fenton, Michigan, Duluth, Minnesota, Bate City, Missouri, DeSoto, Missouri, Ramsur, North Carolina, Lima, Ohio, Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, Manchester, Tennessee, Atlanta, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth. This is a Quell Creek shoot. This is uh, the beginning of the Texas uh, project with the Civil Air Patrol. Uh, looks like we're going to be uh, a kind of a permanent Civil Air Patrol fixture here now in Texas. <clears throat> Proctor, Vermont, Racine, Wisconsin, Beckley, West Virginia, Columbiana, Alabama. Starts off October 9th and 10th, and we'll leave it right there. That's a month ahead for you guys, and uh, that's a lot of shoots. That's quite a few shoots that uh, that are coming up. <clears throat> I want to make sure that everyone uh, remembers the uh, Waterman shoot coming up. Uh, September 11th and 12th, Waterman, Illinois, the Appleseed 300. It's uh, our first big super shoot. We have 191 folks pre-registered. That means we've got 109 slots left to fill. <clears throat> now remember, you folks, uh, the members, the instructors, you guys are welcome to go and shoot. Uh, but you're going to have to get pre-registered, just like everybody else. Uh from what I understand, Eel has issued the edict that there will be no walk-ons. All right, so don't think that you're going to uh, to get there at the last minute <clears throat> at any of these shoots. That you're going to get there at the last minute, and uh, there's going to be a nice, warm, comfy place waiting for you. All right, these shoots are selling out. A lot of our shoots are selling out fast. So how do you make sure that you have a place on the line at the event that you wish to attend? Well, I'll tell you how you do that. Go to AppleSeedInfo.org. That will take you to the home page. <clears throat> On the home page, there's a list of tabs across the top of the page there. And uh, the second one over to the right says Appleseed. Put your cursor on that Appleseed, and uh, you've got a drop-down menu. <clears throat> on the drop-down menu, you click on Schedule. And that will take you to the page that I was just reading from. Now, when you look at this page, what you'll see is a list of events. They're listed by the date. Uh, right now it starts with the next coming weekend, which is September 4th and 5th. It starts by the date and then by the alphabetical order of the events. Well, wait a minute. I'm looking at it now. It's no longer in alphabetical order. Okay. Well, if you want to find the events for your specific state, when you get to the schedule page, you can look over to the right-hand side there. There's an Apple TV events uh, little uh, icon thing. It's a map of the United States. Click on that. That will take you to a, a map of the United States, and then you can click on your state, the state you wish to attend the shoot in. That will bring up the shoots in that state. Now, when you get to that state, the shoots in that state, take a look at the uh, the date you wish to attend. I'm getting it up right here for you so I can make sure I'm telling you the right thing. <clears throat> you get to the date you wish to attend, and it will be listed in 
well, it'll just be lifted there by the the weekend. It's no longer listed in alphabetical. It'll be lifted by the the date uh, that you wish to attend. Find the location. Uh, that'll be listed by the city first. Find the location you wish to attend. And then to the right of that, there'll be two hot links. The top hot link says information. That gives you the information uh, for that specific event on that specific date. You want to find out uh, where it's at, how to get there, uh, who to contact for more information about the event, uh, directions, etc. That will all be posted uh, under the event information page right there on the information hot link. Now, once you have selected the event that you'd like to attend, don't wait around. Don't mess around thinking that you can just walk on, uh, that you can go if you want to and get there, and you'll have a, a place uh, just by walking on, all right, because uh, a lot of these are selling out. When you get there, if you didn't pre-register and there's no room for you on the line, then you're just going to be uh, you're going to be watching your, your nice new rifle, you're going to be sitting uh, in its uh, case in your trunk or in the back of your truck, etc., and you'll be watching the event. Okay, so how do you get around that? Here's what you do. Right under the information hot link, there's a link that says register. Click on that link, and it'll take you to the, uh, the registration page, which is handled for Apple by Eventbrite. Go ahead and pre-register. That does a couple of things. Number one, it makes sure that you've got a place on the line. You've got your place already guaranteed, ready to go. Uh, I believe that they'll send you some information also with the Eventbrite uh, ticket. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what's on there. I'll have to check and see. But they'll send you some information with that, and then uh, you'll be good to go. That also does, uh, it also helps us. It allows us to know how many people are coming to any specific event. We look, we can look and see how many people are pre-registered for the event. So we know how many supplies that are necessary to be sent for the event, that we have the correct amount of instructors for the event, because uh, this, is, uh, this is a nationwide program. Uh, we're having to send instructors all across the nation in order to make sure that uh, uh, that all these events are covered. That means that folks are having to get on planes, they're having to uh, uh, get hotels and rental cars, etc. <clears throat> so we need to know how many people are come to, coming to an event so we can get the right amount of instructors and gear scheduled. You need to make sure that you have a place guaranteed on the line. So once you've decided to go to an event, pre-register. Don't just think about going to an event. Go to an event. Become a part of history. Become a part of a program uh, that is going to help us redirect uh, the the attitudes and uh, uh, and help folks remember uh, what it means to be an American. <clears throat> All right, if you'd like to call into the show, and we'd love to have you call in. The call-in number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine. Zero. I'm going to bring my buddy on here, too. Sam, welcome to the show. Hi, Scout. Did you Sounds like we've got a lot of shoots on schedule here. Yeah. Did you get a hammer and fix that phone? Yeah. Well, it took a trip through the through the extra dirty cycle of the Maytag, and I had to buy a new one. <laughs> well, 
what's wrong with those people? Don't they know that, <laughs> they know that stuff like that might happen and they could fix that? Now, i, I got to say, I've got a new phone, too, and it's only it's, it's serving me well, but I, my last phone, I, I meant to write them a letter and tell them how much I appreciated the fact that they had made that phone uh, tough enough to be dropped. Uh, I'd say it was dropped at least 100 times. And, uh, and then, uh, at one point, uh, I had dropped the phone while I was baling hay, and it got bailed up in a bale of hay, and uh, a couple of days later, just completely randomly, uh, I was stacking the hay. I turned off the vehicle, uh, and when I did, I could hear the phone ringing. So I knew I found the phone in the bale of hay that it was in. So I want to tell those people how much I appreciated uh, how rugged they made that phone. I'm trying not to do as much of a super-duty test on this one, on the new phone that I have, but uh, I've managed to drop it several times now, so... Yeah, if one of you guys will put that uh, the phone number into the the chat room, it's three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. All right, well, how are things going in New Mexico, Sam? Really good. Uh, Rangers are starting to get a little activity back with them. We've been able to get some commitments for some shoots, and uh, looks like we're back rolling again. So that's pretty good. Uh, Going to have a nice full schedule up until the beginning of the year, at least so far, and uh, won't be able to get any schedule until after the first of the year. Well, a lot of the ranges for next year, but you, uh, they won't let you schedule early. But what you can do, and what we've been doing on the range that won't, we just go ahead and schedule them on our state sheet, so that we already know on the state sheet that they're on there, they're good to go, uh, and they're locked in. If a range will let you schedule the shoot, then by all means, go ahead and get it scheduled, and then get it sent in to uh, the admin folks, to Savage, and the folks, get it on the board uh, as soon as possible. If they won't, just keep it on your state shoot, and then uh, and then get the whole pile done as soon as that range opens up its new year for booking. That's pretty well how we've done it. We haven't published them all because uh, some of those clubs are a little bit recalcitrant. But uh, we've we got plans for a good, thick schedule in the spring. And we'll do well up until May or early June before they fire up the furnace again. Right. Right. And we've been uh, – we're trying to push our uh, our schedule out uh, to a minimum of 18 months so that, uh, uh, so that we can keep that far ahead planned and to facilitate uh, a lot of new groups and stuff that we're working with. I mentioned earlier that uh, – we picked up the uh, Civil Air Patrol in uh, in Dallas, and uh, this was due to Double uh, L and Star Fox, uh, the great work that they're doing there in the DFW area. <laughs> and uh, I guess the uh, those folks are impressed, and uh, they want to start uh, even without going through the first shoot so far. They want to start adding in. Uh, the uh, Civil Air Patrol shoots all across the state. Now, this is uh, something that the rest of you folks may start looking into because I guess the Civil Air Patrol uh, has a, uh, a rifle marksmanship requirement, and we are going to be able to fulfill that requirement. At this particular range, uh, and I guess at another one, too, that we're working on now, the Civil Air Patrol uh, needed the rifle marksmanship class to fulfill their requirement. 
the range was not offering uh, a class to fill their needs. And then they heard about us, and uh, they were overjoyed. So each of you states, take a take a look at the uh, the CAP programs in your states. See if you can't uh, talk to them about uh, them using Appleseed as a way to fulfill their shooting requirements. Because, uh, I mean, I've, I've always heard of uh, the CAP programs, but I wasn't aware that they were still as uh, there were still as many folks enrolled in that as there are. I guess there's quite a few folks in the uh, CAP programs, and they all need the uh, rifle marksmanship uh, certification. So there you go. There's another group uh, ready and waiting for you, ready and waiting for a, the perfect marriage uh, with Appleseed. Uh, so tonight what we're going to be talking about, and uh, we've uh, we've been getting a lot of coverage on the, the news lately, and uh, and that's good. Uh, very seldom is it uh, is it a bad thing. Now you'll notice that uh, almost all uh, media organizations are going to be the same. They're going to uh, their job is as much as they like to think that it is putting the news out to folks. They they know in reality that it's not. Their job is to sell advertising. Uh, that's what they do. They sell advertising. And how best to sell that? Uh, except by creating some type of controversy. So we're always going to get uh, some type of controversy. And uh, like I said, that's not always a bad thing. Uh, controversy makes people talk. And people start talking about the pluses and minuses of things. And the Appleseed program doesn't have uh, a whole lot of minuses. So through the process of elimination, they finally come to the conclusion that the Appleseed project is a great deal, a great program, and folks start attending. So what I'd like folks to think about tonight is when you're talking to folks and what you need to be doing on a daily basis. Most of us come into contact with folks on a daily basis is to explain to them why Appleseed. And why? Why? Why would somebody want to join Appleseed? Uh, you give it a shot, Sam. Tell me why somebody would want to uh, join Appleseed. Well, there's several good reasons. Number one, to, most folks come up initially wanting to learn how to use a rifle well. And that's okay. We can fulfill that need. Then they get that little dose of history starting out. And uh, they start enjoying that. We only do a small part of the history, but I find that most folks start studying more of it on their own and become more and more involved. And some folks just do it for the camaraderie, which is okay, too. Get to meet some like-minded people who are willing to get out and do things, and it's always good to uh, become part of your community and become active out there with everybody else. Those are the three main reasons I see. Right. Right, and that's exactly uh, the that's exactly the tactic you'll take when you're talking to folks. And a lot of folks, uh, there's a lot of folks that uh, that are looking for a way 
to become involved in helping their nation, and they don't know how to do it. Uh, I tell you what, let's uh, let's ask this caller here, area code six three zero two nine two. You're on the air. Hey, Scott, it's Eel. How you doing? I'm doing great, Eel. How are you doing? Oh, busier, busier than us. Well, we're just busy. We'll leave it at that. How's that? That sounds good. Well, you should be busy. <laughs> Listen, when you're talking to your folks, and I know that you're getting uh, all the uh, Waterman stuff uh, ready, and uh, and we'll give you a chance to talk about that in just a minute. <clears throat> but when you're talking to folks, and uh, and you're telling them about the Alpsy Project, what is your argument? Why should they? Why should they come to one? What what would be the benefits in it? Why would they? Why would they come to the Waterman shoot? Or any apple seed shoot? Well, that, that's a good question, and yes, we do get that a lot. And the real simple answer for that is it gives them an outlet, an ability to do something. Most Americans, I feel, realize the situation that we're in and realize the direction that, that the country is headed. And most Americans, quite frankly, don't like it, but they feel... Um, how should we say they they're they're lost they don't know they don't know they're frustrated absolutely they don't know what they can do most people feel they're a very small cog in the wheel and can't really do anything um that their one vote doesn't matter you know when heck, look at illinois uh you know when we voted you know illinois illinois went to the democrats but there was a whole bunch of republicans that were upset with it and that's where this feeling of the inability to make change comes from. And at Appleseed, what I point out is there were a lot of people on April 19, 1775, that did just a very, very little bit that probably isn't recorded in any history books anywhere, except perhaps in Paul Revere's ride. Um, take the two gentlemen that rode Paul Revere across it, right under the guns of the USS Somerset. Not a big deal except that it was. And uh, Deacon Larkin, who gave up his horse, you know, which could have been his lifeblood back in those days, that, that got him to town, that maybe pulled the plow, that harvested the, the crops and whatnot, gave that horse up. And it ultimately, as we know, it, it was ridden into the ground and killed by the British soldiers. But he gave that up a very little bit, but it made the difference. It, it allowed Paul Revere to do his his famous ride. And there were there are tons of these little things that people did that at the time they did them, they had no clue that they were a, a, the linchpin in the revolution. And well, and we we tell the people at Appleseed, you could be that linchpin because every little bit helps. If if twenty two if twenty people do a little bit that's more than one person doing all they can. Right, and you guys should be, you should have this answer ready on the tip of your tongue because that's going to be the first thing that people are going to ask, and that's good. That's the uh, that is the whole premise, you know, of selling something to someone. And make no doubt about it, you're going to have to sell this to someone just uh, just like anything else, just like you would sell them a a fire extinguisher or health insurance or fire insurance or, or 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 anything, any kind of class, any kind of school, there's going to have to be a reason why people get involved. And 
and I've talked about this many times, and it came to light again, uh, well, just yesterday. I had a guy that uh, I talked about the AFSCME program to him probably about four years ago, and I, I guess he didn't remember it or he didn't know or it didn't make any impression in his mind. I've also talked to you guys about the fact that, you know, four years ago, if you told somebody that uh, the Appleseed uh, project was up and running and doing well, then uh, it didn't make any difference to them. They'd never heard about it. They'd, they had no idea what it was. It'd be no different than if you went to uh, to Sixth Street in Austin and told somebody that you were in a band. So so is everybody else. You know, everybody's starting up some kind of shooting organization or you know or anything like that. It, it didn't set you apart from anybody. But now we're getting more. Uh, we're getting more notice now. We're getting more promotions. Uh, so this is going to be something that you need to have ready. You need to explain to people about uh, the guy that showed up here uh, at my doorstep about uh, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. He had seen the the one of the billboards, and I guess it made an impression on him. He went home. He didn't have a computer. He went home. Uh, then he went over to his sister's house, and he got her to look up uh, the program, and he started reading about it, and then uh, he started trying to figure out, a, you know, where he could go to one, and it turned out that, uh, you know, that uh, that it's listed right there on the EIP for Hinder Villa, Adam Ranch, and, uh, and of course he knows me, and uh, he immediately got in his car and drove over, and his statement to me was, he said for the last few years he's been trying to figure out a way that he could do something. He lives out in the middle of nowhere just like me. A way that he could do something out here in the middle of nowhere, uh, still having to work every single day, uh, not uh, not being uh, uh, in a financial situation uh, where he could uh, buy ads in newspapers and uh, and and write out what's going on is wrong and we need to fix it. Uh, he was trying to figure out some way he could get involved. And he saw this. He made the connections. He came over and we talked about it, and he's in the program now. So why Appleseed? And one of the reasons is because there are millions of people today who want to get involved, who want to be a part uh, of the absolute best uh, form of government uh, that uh, the planet has to offer. They want to be one of we, the people, but they don't know how to get started in it. They don't know how to get into any kind of a program that will let them get started in it. And Appleseed is one of the absolute best. They can come to Appleseed. They can set themselves a, a primary goal of simply improving their rifle marksmanship. <clears throat> so you've got a uh, – right there you've got a, uh, you know, a realistic uh, uh, utilitarian uh, reason for going. You can set yourself a goal of improving your rifle marksmanship. And then while they're there meeting that goal and often exceeding it, they can find out that they have another role to play in this, and that is uh, in becoming a part uh, of the we the people, uh, ensuring that their rights, their liberties, their freedoms are not neglected. And this gives them a great way uh, to get involved in that. All right, uh, if you guys want to... Uh, if you want to call in to uh, help this discussion, it's 347 
308-8790. So people are going to say, why? Why Appleseed? Why would, why would I go? Well, you know, what would I do? What would I learn? So the first thing they're going to learn is they're going to learn the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship, and not just uh, uh, and not just a little bit either. We have the absolute best course, uh, the most uh, uh, we have the the most I, I would call it the most intense course uh, for for rifle uh, marksmanship fundamentals on the face of the planet today, uh, barring some type of a uh, uh, of a military program. Uh, we have the absolute best course there is available. The cost of the program is uh, it's the least expensive course that you can find anywhere. Take a look at any of the rifle marketship courses anywhere uh, on any of the listings, and you're going to see that we're usually about one-fifth uh, to one-tenth of what it's going to cost somebody for a weekend of rifle marksmanship. <laughs> So there's that, the least expensive part. Okay, now what else? Well, it's free uh, for a lot of folks. It's free for active duty, guard, reserve. It's free for women. It's free for children uh, under 21. So a guy can come, and he can bring his whole family. For 70 bucks, the whole family can go through the course. This is a way for these for the folks to get uh, an absolutely rock-solid course, and the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship. And don't forget the safety either. We have a very intense safety uh, program in the course. Uh, this gives people a chance to, uh, to develop very good safety habits for when they're shooting. <clears throat> All right. Uh, who's working there in the background? Sam, are you building something? No, 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 no. I'm sitting here, quiet listener. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Karen says, Karen says you're not telling the truth. That's you. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here, sitting here listening. All right. I know it infuriates folks to get distracted with hammering and sawing, so I don't do that no more. There you go. All right, area code 608-469, you're on the air. Area code six zero eight four six nine. You're on the air. All right, we'll try again in just a second. <clears throat> you guys are welcome to call in just to listen, uh, but if you have something to say, <laughs> we'd love to hear it. Three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. All right, Eel, uh, you still there? Yeah, I'm here, Scout. All right, give us a rundown on the uh, the Waterman. How are things coming along with it? Uh, Waterman, boy, things are starting to really come together. Uh, thanks to your help and, and a lot of other people's help, I think the pre-regs are up somewhere right around 200. So they took uh, took a pretty good jump after this past week. We have basically two more weeks. We've got a shoot this weekend, a lot of shoots, as you mentioned, this weekend. And I hope all the shoot bosses talk it up. Not too late to register. And then, uh, you know, next week is going to be crunch week. A lot of things are going to be coming together. Uh, for any of the instructors that are listening out there, I did post some basic logistics uh, in the instructor course section on the forum. 
reference camping and food and things of that nature. Um, any instructor that is signed up to instruct should be getting a PM. I'm going to guess it's going to go out either Monday or Tuesday, which hopefully will have uh, some more specifics as far as course of fire and, and how we're going to try to plan the day. Um, Castle Mountain has just been working like a man possessed. Um, he, he's working on getting some special events uh, or special guests to come in there. He's still working it, and, and Scout, I know you've talked with, with Philip, and he's kind of relentless, and I wish I had ten more like him. So hopefully he'll, he'll get those pieces to, to come together. Well, he told me today, and I, and I couldn't get my phone out of my pocket, and uh, by the time I did, he'd hung up, and I called him right back, but I didn't get a hold of him, so I'll try and get a hold of him. Again yeah, it, if he's driving around, he goes in and out of service, and... Uh, he he's ne he never lets it go. He he truly is is a huge help to us here in Illinois, and I, I'm I, I for one am glad to have him. Um, yeah, listen, all you all you guys that are running shoots anywhere around there, and that's a lot of states, okay? Because uh, you've got uh, I, I, Texas is not too far. We're sending some folks, but all you guys in Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas. Every time you do a shoot from now until uh, the uh, uh, 11th and 12th, make sure that you invite people to go. People go to a shoot and they get uh, they get uh, excited. They're really hot to go. They want to know when's the next one. When can I go again? Make sure that they know that their next chance to go uh, can be at the record-setting uh, Waterman, Illinois shoot. So you shoot bosses. Make sure you're putting this into their heads uh, at these events. So they get uh, they come through the shoot there. They're they're ready to go. They want to go to another one immediately. When can they go to another one? Let them know that uh, we've got a record-setting event there in Waterman, and that. But make sure that they know too. They got to get uh, pre-registered for it because there's not going to be any walking on. That's right, uh, Eel. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, as we pointed out before, since they've been doing apple seed, they register. There's that uh, discount code at the bottom. They get to come to the shoot for free. I mean, they can come to the following shoot for free because they've already been doing apple seed. And that's right there on Eventbrite. They go down after they click on who all is coming. They go down to the discount code box, click on that, and they type in the discount code. And when they show up there, all they need is either the certificate that the shoot boss uh, should hand them out, which um, Old Glory and Moggett always put on the uh, sign-up sheets, you know, when you when the shoot bosses go to get their pre-reg sheets, that uh, free flyer is on there also. They can download that, hand it to every one of the shooters. After they sign on and put that discount code in, they show up out at Waterman, show that sheet, or I believe a signed AQT or their Eventbrite receipt, and they get in for free. Uh, instructors, oh my gosh, you know, instructors, everybody talks about once you take the hat, you never get any trigger time. Here's an opportunity to come and be part of the record-setting shoot and get some trigger time in. Um, we, I know there was a little mix-up. Uh, somebody had put a, uh, a kibosh on instructor signing up. That has since been lifted. If there's an instructor out there that wants to instruct, by all means, send, your, uh, send the PM to instructor scheduling. And make sure you bring your shooting equipment with you because we may end up putting you on the line. 
Um, or we're going to try to rotate people through. I mean, here is a prime opportunity to get in some good trigger time. Excellent. Excellent. So what you're telling me is that these guys that are coming to the uh, shoots, when they go to the shoots in uh, Wisconsin, in uh, Michigan, uh, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri, Iowa next week, they go to that shoot, and then they uh, tell the shoot boss uh, or whoever they say, hey, listen, I want to go to this Waterman thing after he gives after he lays it out to him. Then that shoe boss is going to tell them, "Fine, you can go, and it will be a uh, no charge event for you." That's right, man. Does it get better than that? <laughs> That's what I was just going to ask you. Does it get any better than that? Because <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't get any better than that. Now we're talking about 300 folks. I wish that I could come, uh, but I've got to open up a new range myself. Uh, that weekend. Otherwise, I don't know if so far in the uh, in the Appleseed history, if there's been uh, a chance to meet this many instructors and members at one place. I, I, there hasn't been, as far as I know. I know we've talked no. about setting up a uh, uh, like an instructor rendezvous. Uh, I mean, I I put that idea four years ago. So let's set up an instructor rendezvous and uh, and get everybody in there and get everybody together. The only problem is is give up an apple seed weekend, and uh, right. that's that's been kind of hard to uh, that's been kind of hard to do. But here's your you want to uh, to go to an event, <clears throat> and just like that you were saying, if you want to shoot, you're going to get down on the ground, you're going to shoot, and uh, you're going to see. I would imagine that there's going to be upwards of uh, I don't know thirty, forty instructors so far. Uh, well, yeah, right now there's, there's, I believe there's about 40 signed up. Um, we could use as many as 60. Uh, the logistics of this thing is just so unbelievable. Um, you know, we're going to need people to, to, to staff the admin table. We're gonna, the Appleseed store is going to be there, so we're going to need some people to run that. Of course, there's going to have to be, uh, for lack of a better term, like platoon bosses in charge of a number of instructors. Um, we're going to have to have people running back and forth on the line, whether we have to pull rifles off and take them to the repair tent or whatever. I mean, there's going to be a lot of work that can be done. So if you can be there, yeah, sign up. We can use you, absolutely. Yeah, an excellent chance to meet a lot of the other uh, instructors in the program uh, to be part of a uh, a record-breaking event. Now, I think I saw... Uh, I'll have to look in just a second at the chat list. Pippi, I think I saw you in there in the chat. Uh, if so, have you heard anything back from the the Guinness folks? I just didn't know how that uh, how that is working out because we sure would like to have them. Have you heard anything from her, Eel? No, I have not. I know that who I don't remember who you said was working on it. Somebody from California, right? Right, I believe so. Yes. Okay, no, I haven't heard anything on that. Uh, one thing we did secure here just the other day was there's a skydiving group not far from Waterman, and they're going to do some flyovers and try to take some video and or still pictures so we can uh, memorialize this event. Oh, okay, well, that's good. Uh, all right, uh, that sounds good. I just have the, the flash of, uh, you know, uh, what's that show? The the disaster show. 
of uh, you know <laughs> skydivers and firing lines and stuff like that. So no, 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 no. <laughs> nothing like that. Uh, it it it'll be. Uh, they were, and you know what? You know, you were talking before about getting people to come to Appleseed. Um, the same thing goes for promotions. I mean, I walked in that place cold, laid out who we were, what we did, and asked them if they would be kind enough to fly over and take some pictures. They said yes in a heartbeat. I went to uh, Gander Mountain today with some of those posters that, that Castle Mountain had made up with, in conjunction with the people from Backwoods Home. Uh, walked in there with those and those trifolds and asked them if they would put this poster up and, and put the flyers out. Bingo. They said yes. I left there, drove to Dick's Sporting Goods, asked them the same question. Before I left, the guy was pinning the poster up on the wall. I mean, people are receptive to the idea of Appleseed. Oh, yeah, definitely they are. And now is the time to be asking for it. And listen, guys, you can ask. I've told you guys many times uh, this story, and that is you can you can ask for anything, all right, because the most that someone's going to say is no, all right, and then you move on to the next place. But guess what? There is, there is no such thing as a hundred no's in a row, okay? Uh, you're going to get a yes. Uh, you're definitely, absolutely, positively going to get a yes during your course of asking. Nobody is uh, there. There's never a hundred no's in a row. So you get out there and you start asking for stuff, and you're going to get a yes, and that's always a plus. Don't be worried about the no's. Uh, somebody telling you no is no big deal. It doesn't matter. Make sure that you're asking. Be asking for stuff. Uh, asking if you can uh, put a promotions material in the, the place that they're doing it. Like, just like uh, what he was saying, ask somebody if they can do a flyover. Ask somebody if they uh, – now, weren't you guys going to get uh, – uh, maybe this was just a, a dream I had or something, but I thought you guys – I thought we were talking about getting uh, uh, some folks to start doing fly flyovers with an apple seed banner. Uh, you know, like uh, you know when they do the messages and stuff. Or some some smoke riders or something like that. What anyway. scout? You got to scout. You got to quit eating pepperoni pizza before you go to bed at night. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm almost positive I, I either heard this or read this somewhere. But if if it's not true, then there you go. Get somebody to talk to the smoke riding people and ask them if they would uh, if they'll do it. You know, what, like I said, what are they going to say? The most they're going to say is no, and then you say thanks. Give them a, a trifold. And uh, and move on to the next place. The most exactly. that they can say is no. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna smack you with anything or or anything else. They may give you a a weird look. Uh, you know what? Uh, in the, in the the years I've been doing this, I've gotten uh, thousands of weird luck, well, weird looks, and uh, and I don't think I have a single scar from it yet. So uh, weird looks, people saying no, uh, is no big deal. Because mixed in with that, it's kind of like uh, kind of like the hours we spent at the Arkansas Diamond Mine uh, this uh, this last month or month before, I don't think. Uh, you know, sc- scrabbling in the in the dirt in the Diamond Mine, they're looking for a diamond. Now, yeah, we we were there for hours and hours, and we didn't find one, but we found a lot of pretty little rocks. But at some point, you're going to find a diamond, and uh, 
and it's going to make those hours of, uh, of digging around the hard scrabble worth it. You know, that's the whole people. The whole reason that people go on treasure hunts is because at some point they're going to find something. Uh, so make this an apple seed treasure hunt. Make it uh, make it your job to look for uh, for things. All right, let's bring another caller on the air. Uh, hold on, here we go. I wasn't quick enough to catch the blog talk uh, refresh, and uh, it turned it off as soon as I turned it on. One more chance here. All right, area code 608-469. You're on the air? You still listen? That's good. All right, area code uh, 580. You're on the air? Good evening. Hey, who's this? Oh, it's Chris. Chris, okay. Oh. Are you part of the Appleseed uh, Project? Oh, yes, sir. Been for a long time. Oh, oh, gee, I didn't recognize your number for some reason. <laughs> it's a new one. It's a new one, and I'm sitting in a hot tub trying to relax. Oh, listen to you. Didn't I tell you guys that once you become an Appleseed instructor, you live the life of luxury? Well, here he is right now. I can hear him in the background. I can hear the... The caviar bubbles right on the cracker. <laughs> well, how are you feeling, Chris? Oh, pretty good. I'm trying to get the motivation to start dragging all my bags out just so we can head up to Illinois. We just finished a shoot in Oxford Tech, Kansas this last weekend. And today I'm in Oklahoma City. I went shooting down there at HH gun range with some of the local apple seeders that tend to show up there this time of the day on a Tuesday night because they usually have a constitutional meeting and a lot of those people get together and talk. So I figured why not grab my rifle, drive down, shoot for a while, and go find a hotel and lay down for a while. Well, how did they shoot? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it now. I don't remember reading about the shoot. Oxford, yeah, Oxford, Kansas is set on a... Uh, very, very, very old piece of ground that had a, a mill, and uh, people use it all the time. So we had a game ranger stop by. Several airboats decided to pull over and listen to the bang-bang of the rifles as we were trying to figure out where these airboats were coming from. So, yeah, everybody knows about us. we got some new boots on the ground. A couple of people only live a few miles from the range, and they couldn't believe it was this close to them. And like we told them, you know, we'll help you with promotions. We'll get things going. But if you guys want to do this, Quite regular. We have no problem driving up from Oklahoma or down from Wichita and just setting it up and do it for them. The landowner, he's a uh, police officer as well, and uh, we he didn't have to, but he had everything set up. We had carpeted grass. We had outhouses. We had only thing we had to do was post our targets and shoot. We didn't have to do anything, and he didn't have to do that, but he loves us so much, and he enjoys the program. He's like any other one of these people that can't be instructors, and they want to participate in the program, and they just do what they can, like we told them. We appreciate it. So, yeah, I really see that, that little range staying open for a while. He wants to go to a couple KD areas and have us go ahead and proof it, and like we told him, one step at a time. We'll get it all set up. You're willing to let us be there. We'll help you build the DAR because that's just basically what he wants. Is he wants his own DAR. He owns the ground. Well, that sounds great. What about the uh, what about the shoot at the uh, at the huge range there in Oklahoma? 
the uh, uh, yeah, we've got. Uh, I talked to Hinchman today. Uh, there's the paperwork's already been through. Uh, Scarecrow's done a lot of fa- fantastic work. KLSP's done a lot of fantastic work. So yeah, uh, we had that little powwow a few months ago about getting more shoots on the books and whatnot. And my things slowed down for what you know what I do in my personal life where I can dedicate more time to paperwork and checking things and running here and running there. But doing what I do, just like uh, if anybody's not seen it, Michael Bain just put out a new video on his uh, his website about our New York Times. And I have discussed Appleseed with him along with uh, John Plaster and some of the big guys that I got to talk to this year. So, yeah, everybody is listening to us and Things are happening for us in the state of Oklahoma, and what's really neat is a lot of the political people, i.e. lawyers, doctors, and some of these people that are already in these civic organizations are stepping up saying, we'll do the talking for you if you'll just come do the show. We're like, talk away, guys. We'll run the show. Well, what about the, the big range there? The uh, uh, we got two of them. we got two of them. The one that you were we've got, Right. We've got We've got... Badlands, which is in Grandfield. We've got Arcadia, Oklahoma City, and then we've got the United States Shoot Academy in Tulsa. Uh, Tulsa, right, there's two of them in Tulsa. They'll have the, yeah, the USSA. Uh, those guys are just. I talked to them uh, on mm-hmm. the phone a while back, and uh, cool. but I couldn't remember, uh, how did that shoot go? Or how oh, we're talking about doing we, we want to do it in October time frame. We've got Afton coming up. We've got three shoots coming up that we want to get done. And then, yeah, use the Tulsa and the Badlands for the cold weather events because each one of those places have heated barracks, uh, clubhouses to where the shooters can get out of the weather for a little while, warm up, and then go back out. We can tell our stories indoors instead of, you know, doing it like we're doing it now in 107 degree heat. Okay, well, listen, whenever you talk to uh, folks, and uh, I know you talk to a lot of folks, talk to folks all the time. There's a lot of people that see you shooting them online, et cetera, stuff yep. like that, come over there. Now, what is your answer to them? What do you have ready? If somebody says, if somebody comes to you and goes, why? Why, why apple seeds? Why would I go? What, what are you going to tell them? Well, for the one reason is to get out and meet fellow Americans, just people just like you. There's so many people that are pretty much shut-ins with the Internet realm that they don't really get out other than in forum and blog talk. They actually get out and meet one another, and they're like, you know what? And then they hear the stories, and then they actually can learn something more than what they thought they knew. I mean, I've heard more than, well, like that little girl. I mean, she says, this is the first time I've got to spend any time with my dad my family, and I never knew these things. I'm like, well, girl, there's a lot more we can't show you right now in just two days, but come back to another apple seed. I guarantee you'll learn something else. And the, the way she lit up, I mean, it went back to her daddy, and her daddy just looked at us, and he says, we will be back. Well, that's why I keep going back, is to bring more and more Americans together with one another to where they can share their views and share what they want. Just like we tell them, it doesn't matter what political ideology you have, or whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or liberal or whatever. It's just we all come in together. I mean, think of what John Adams did for us. John Adams did a lot of things for us, especially when he walked in front of the king and said what he had to say to the king. And the king basically said, I'm glad they sent a mouthpiece like you because I have respect for you people now. Right. Well, listen, it sounds great. And you're going, you're packing up and headed to Waterman. Uh, yeah, we're going to go to Waterman, and then right after Waterman, we just turn, basically turn around and go back down the I-44 corridor and drop off into Afton. And then maybe we've got another week before we either run over to Arkansas there's things happening. You know that. It's, there's there's a shoot every weekend if you just want to go to one. 
Oh, definitely. All across you. Sam, I'm bringing you back on. Okay. Uh, I, you're the, I don't know why it happened to you. You must have, uh, you must be like on the edge of a service area or something. Uh, I'll look and they'll be, uh, and you'll be there and then I'll look again and you'll be gone. And then, but then you'll be back down at the, at the bottom of the row. I'll dial back in every time I get bumped off. Okay. I think well, that English woman doesn't like me. <laughs> well, I know that she's not liking me, but uh, and we're still working on we're working on on some new ideas for the the radio show, and I'll I'll let you guys know about them as we come up. Now you mentioned Michael Bain and uh, uh, Chris a little bit earlier. You mentioned Michael Bain, and I wanted to remind the folks, and I'll I'll put this out in a post uh, tomorrow for the promo folks too. Michael Bain and I, you know, we talked, uh, well, we talked several times over the course of the last couple of years, and uh, and I did an interview for Downrange TV, uh, I, I think it's been a couple of years ago, and Mr. Bain was very impressed with the, uh, with the program, and uh, I talked to him, uh, I guess, a week or so after uh, the interview, and uh, he offered us our own uh, television station there on his site. So we have, uh, if he still has it, I'll have to talk to him again this this week. I'll ask him about it. But uh, he offered us our own television channel there uh, at Downrange TV. And, heck, this was a couple of years ago when he was already getting a million hits a week. So uh, we, we're still, one of the things I'm trying to work up, uh, now is getting the folks together. And I've got a post on this. Uh, on the Appleseed Radio Show uh, thread there, is that I need some folks uh, to help me with the radio show. Uh, we need some folks to help do scheduling, contacting guests, and stuff like that. I need some folks to help me with the uh, uh, the IT part of it. I'd like to ramp up the page some. Uh, we have the ability to run uh, Appleseed videos right out of the uh, the radio show page. So I would like to uh, make sure that we have some, that we keep some high production, some high uh, quality videos running out right out of the Appleseed Radio Show page, <clears throat> and then uh, start working on getting a crew together uh, to produce our own uh, Appleseed uh, television. You know, the, the whole reason that we have the radio show now is because uh, we did a couple of interviews way, way back, and then... Uh, we did a, an interview with, uh, there's another radio uh, show on here called, uh, uh, I'm not even going to mention the name. Just for, There's just another uh, gun show uh, on, on, the, on Blog Talk, and uh, we, did, we got an interview with them. And uh, they pretty much dogged us. And after that one, I said, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out a way that we can start up our own radio show because I'm sick of having to filter our message through somebody else. And the best way to do that is for us to just do our own show. And uh, that's how this radio show came into being. I figured the same thing, uh, we should be doing the same thing with television. Uh, why keep trying to get on other folks' shows or why keep trying to get interviews on uh, different places? Uh, that are going to, uh, they're always going to give us a uh, some kind of a weird uh, spin, or give us some kind of a uh, a tweak that we don't need. 
why don't we just take care of it ourselves? Let's just put up our own show. We'll get our own uh, television station, and we'll do our own show. We'll do our own radio show, our own television show, and that way we can cut out the middleman. We can get our message out directly to folks. And uh, that's the, one of the other projects that I would like I would like for us to start working on. I just need some help from uh, from some of the rest of the people on the forum. And I've been contacted by a couple of folks who have uh, uh, volunteered to help with this. So I think we're big enough that we can get uh, we can get a lot of this done. Uh, I've managed to uh, to come into contact with uh, several producers now and uh, and cameramen and stuff like that. So I think this is something that we can get done. Now we also have the uh, we also have a movie that will be out soon. I'll have to check with the director again and see when. We have a movie that's coming out soon that's going to uh, feature Appleseed in it. And uh, that should be out uh, in July or August. I would say in another uh, another two months or so. And uh, <clears throat> it has a, a lot of stuff in the movie, uh, a lot of constitutional stuff, and then... Uh, uh, we don't have a big slot. I think it's five or ten minutes at the end because uh, Appleseed is is portrayed as one of the answers to the problems that are facing our nation. And uh, I believe it's going to be a very good uh, uh, a very good tool for us. And I believe that there's already a distribution deal with Netflix for it. So I think that we're in good shape with that. But what I'd like to do is make sure that we do our we do our best. To instead of stop, instead of asking for handouts and stuff like that from other uh, radio shows and stuff like that that have an axe to grind, uh, what better way to do it than just uh, than to do it ourselves? Get the message out just like we mean for it to come out. So anybody that's interested in helping with this, helping with uh, the radio show and the upcoming uh, television show, Shoot me a PM and let me know because it's going to take quite a few folks. Now, it's not going to be a lot of time. You're not going to have to spend hours and hours on this, uh, at least not at first. So, but uh, but we do need uh, some help with that. Like I said, we need some help with uh, the radio show, with uh, getting guests and scheduling the show out. Uh, I would like to schedule the show out the whole year in advance. And then uh, uh, and then some IT folks to help get the uh the show page up, and then some. I would like to put together a crew to talk about the uh, television film production side of it too. So if you're interested in getting into any of that, I also need some uh, some folks to help with uh, with making uh, or setting up music, uh, uh, intro, exit music, uh, and uh, and radio spots that we can do here on this show, but that we can also farm out. There's a lot of other folks that uh, I've contacted at Blog Talk and other podcasts, radio casts, et cetera, that are willing to take a 30-second spot from us. So we can put together a 30-second spot with some good music and uh, and a quick message. Then they'll take that at no charge, and they'll run it on their shows. So any of you uh, interested in helping with that, uh, just shoot me a PM and let me know. Hey, Scout. Yes. Real quick, Eel here. Um, I wanted to, speaking of media, I don't know what regions it was broadcast to, but Tekras was on uh, Fox and Friends. Oh, I guess it was Monday morning. Now, I know a lot of people either heard about it, saw about it on the uh, forum, but he did it. You know, you were talking about not having to beg for minutes. 
they gave Tech all of about three minutes, and man, did he put the information out there in three short minutes that he had. He really did a bang-up job, and if anybody hasn't seen it, they really need to look at it. He, he had his ducks in a row. He knew what he needed to say. He hit the high points, and he made the absolute most of the, of the short time that they gave him, and I think he did just an outstanding job. Right, and... Uh... And the, part of that is, uh, or the, uh, what you're saying, I think what you're saying, and uh, what I want to remind everybody to do, is make sure they get the address for the, uh, where the video is hosted. And uh, if somebody can put that in the chat room, fine. Uh, if not, uh, put a link to it in the chat room for the folks so they can go to the forum or wherever to get the hot link uh, for where the video is hosted. I believe it's hosted on YouTube now. Yeah, and I think then, it's uh, on YouTube. And then at uh, uh, in the Fox Archives. So if you'll get that uh, that link and then start running it. Uh, any of you guys that are using Facebook or Twitter, and once again, I'm rem- I want to remind you too that uh, if you're using Twitter, be sure and link up to Apple Feed Radio uh, because the whole idea of Twitter is that it's a uh, – it's a uh, uh, force expander, and uh, so that uh, whenever I make a uh, a post on there, that you can also uh, uh, you can send the post on, and uh, all of us that are linked in together, <clears throat> all of the messages that we send out can uh, uh, can be resent. Uh, I think they call it retweeted. Can be retweeted to other folks, and then. Uh, the other thing you can do is you go on to the the search function and you punch in uh, Appleseed Project. And then whenever that comes up, it'll tell you, it'll bring you back everybody that has mentioned Appleseed Project. And make sure you read it first, but uh, read through and make sure the ones that you're sending out are the ones that deal with us, the Appleseed Project, and not uh, uh, the Japanese film or the or the rock band or anything else. And then hit retweet to your followers, and uh, that will resend out that message from that person, so that you can keep the wave going for the uh, uh, for the Fox News hot link. Now we'd like to really put this into rotation the week of the Waterman shoot, and make sure that it's uh, that it's staying on folks' screens. It takes quite a few people to do this. Now, I could do it just by sitting there and doing it over and over. But whenever you build up a large number of folks on there, then you know that you're uh, that the the message is going out to all of the people that are following you. But you but it has to stay on their screen, and they may not be looking at their screen right then. So what you want to do is to keep up a, a nice, uh, calm rotation of it on Twitter. Now, I know that, uh, like I said, a, a, a lot of folks think that Twitter is just a uh, a social uh, network uh, so that people can tell other people when they're washing their hair, what they're watching on TV, etc. But for the vast majority of the conservatives who are using Twitter, uh, that's not the case. I mean, uh, they're using it to make sure that they're getting out hot links to uh, pages for information that they believe is pertinent uh, to the rest of the folks there, and uh, and that's how I use it. 
So it's a good way to get information out uh, to lots of people at once. Now, uh, I'm not going to tell you that this is the greatest way to do this. Uh, I'm just telling you that uh, in the scheme of promotions, in the scheme of making sure that information gets out to folks, the more times they see it, the better. Uh, they see a billboard, and then they see a uh, a, a news uh, channel interview. Then they see a uh, a flyer, and they see it on Twitter. The more times they see it, the better. So uh, we're trying to keep this in front of people and keep the wave going as long as possible. All right, let's take another caller. Area code uh, 916, you're on there. Hey, Scout. Hey, who's Ball this? Ball Dragon here. Hey, Ball Dragon. Uh, how's life treating you? Good. Enjoying some nice chicken that Scrappy made up for us? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I, I, I could hear the dinner call uh, in the online chat a while ago, and I, I could almost smell it. <laughs> so is it good? <laughs> oh, it's very good. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, whenever you talk to people and they and the question comes up or maybe it doesn't but it's always whether whether they verbalize it or not it's always in their mind and the question is why Appleseed if you're talking to somebody on the street and there and you say you start telling them about the program in their mind uh, you're going to see a bubble blinking above their head it's going to say why Appleseed and what do you do to answer that question well the very first thing is always because you can't find a better place to learn how to shoot well after that, if, they're, if they still need reasons, and we start talking about the direction our country is going and our founding fathers and what they did, and this is the only place that you can go and not only learn how to shoot, but learn the reason why it was important to our founding fathers. So for me, that's, that's the message that I'm always delivering people. Well, that's a good one, too. It's the folks that you're going to meet there. If you're looking for folks, if you're looking for a place to go where you're going to meet folks that are just like you, come to an apple seat. And when I say just like you, I don't mean Republicans, Libertarians, Democrats, Liberals, etc. I'm not talking about who are politically like you. I'm talking about they're just like you and that they love their country. They're just like you and that they want to do something more. They're just like you and that they have a desire to improve their rifle marksmanship skills, to learn how to handle uh, a rifle safely and competently. That's how they're just like you. Uh, at Appleseed, we don't do politics. We don't, uh, we don't consider uh, one political group to be better than the other one. Uh, we don't consider politics to be uh, part of the, the process of fixing what ails this nation. Uh, the process is making sure that each and every person understands that they have to be involved in uh, in governing the nation for it to turn out right. Right now, the nation is governed by just a handful of folks, and that was never the way it was intended to be. It was never intended to be just a, a small group of people running the government. It was always intended to be the people running the government. And they do that by selecting representatives to represent their needs. Well, you need to make sure that they are representing your needs. Uh, so at Appleseed, we get folks to understand 
that their job is to make sure uh, that they are functioning, that they are a functioning part of the government, that they are functioning as one of the members of the we, the people of these United States. And how do they do that? Well, they contact their representatives, and they make sure that their representatives know that they have needs, desires, wishes that need to be fulfilled and need to be met in order for the rep- representative to be truly representing them. That's your job as an American. That's your job to make sure that the folks who are supposed to be representing you are indeed representing you. Now, they may not be able to do every single thing you would like for them to do or to fulfill every wish or every need that you have. But it's your duty to make sure that they understand what that is. Uh, I always want to give the reps the benefit of a doubt uh, and just say that, well, perhaps they don't know what... uh, Perhaps they don't know what I need, so uh, uh, I better tell them, and uh, and that's what I'm doing. I'm having a little glitch here with the uh, uh, with the switchboard, so you guys don't uh, don't get uh, stressed out, and I'll be. Uh, Are you working back. on that? I, uh, a quick little thing I like to always throw out. When I'm writing my letters, I always make sure that I start off by thanking these people for their service because I have to believe that every one of them is there because they want to do good for their country. Uh, if they've, if I've interacted with them before and they've done something for me, I always bring that up and thank them for, for what they've done for me and my family and then go on to tell them what I need. And I always close it with another thank you. You know, I, I used to write some pretty angry letters, and somebody smarter than me turned around and said, look, you know, maybe you ought to change the way you're writing. Maybe it will get across to them a little bit better if it comes across in a nicer tone. doesn't mean that I have to tone down what I ask, just the way I ask it. Exactly. And uh, so when Fred came out at one point and said, we're not going to mention any politicians' names. I wrote him and said, well, you know, my mine is Diane Feinstein. And at one time, she did help my family. So whenever I talk about it, I bring up, you know, this is this is the way I write letters to Diane. And I always invite her to my apple seeds. And I always reassure her that if she ever does come, she'll be treated with the same respect that anybody else does. So this is one of the things that I encourage all my attendees to do. Well, definitely, and here's the thing. They don't have to listen to you uh, if you start yelling or if you get abusive or anything else like this. They don't have to listen to you. So you don't want to get, uh, you don't want your voice to get loud or or start yelling or anything else like that as much as you'd like to because I know there are many times I would like to. I would like to call them up and, and just and say, put me on the phone with him so I can start screaming uh, because my TV is, is no longer working uh, after me banging on it. Uh, but you can't do that because they don't have to listen to you when you're doing that. What you need to do is just let them know in a nice, calm voice what your needs are, what your wishes are. But you can also let them know that if they cannot do it, if they cannot find a way to accomplish this, that this is a deal breaker for you, and that you will get them, uh, that you will exercise your right to vote 
and you will vote them out at the next election. And then make sure that you go and you vote them out uh, or that you vote uh, against them. Don't make an idle, uh, uh, an idle promise. If you say you're going to do it, go and do it. Uh, all right, it seems like we're still having some uh, – we're in a storm now. We're getting ready for a storm. So I could be missing uh, – uh, I could be not able to connect with the uh, with the satellite here. Uh, okay. It looks like uh, it looks like I'm still having some trouble with that. The reason I'm mentioning this is because I don't want tech uh, to think that I'm uh, that I'm not. Uh, That's one of the reasons I'm on the phone now. I just lost my internet out here in California. Oh, really? Okay, I'm going to try and. Uh, Try and bring this back up. If I can get the switchboard to open back up, then I'll bring Tech on so he can he can talk about the. Uh, here we go. Okay. All right, Tech, you're on. Hey there. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me on. So give us the uh, give us the rundown. How was your experience? Well, it was definitely interesting. I'll say that. Um, the uh, I had them come out and pick me up at work because uh, finding my house can be kind of tricky. So uh, they rolled in pretty early. They uh, <clears throat> they kept referring to it as a limo. It wasn't exactly a limo, uh, more like a black car. But uh, <laughs> they hauled me straight up into Indianapolis uh, traffic, which meant that we sat still a whole bunch. But that was fine. And... Uh, we they dumped me off in front of a building that uh didn't say anything uh at all about Fox News and uh promptly uh was the wrong building, found the right building. And uh as it turned in it's just literally I was looking for a room with a camera and a green background and a couple people who were gonna patch me in. It was really absolutely not what I expected. They uh they kept shifting the time around on me. I was going to be on in 10 minutes, and I was going to be on in 90 seconds, and I was going to be on in five minutes, and they just, you know, just kept bouncing around constantly. Um, let's see, if, let's see if we can jack him up. <laughs> no, yeah, something like that. It, it sounded more like it was a three-ring circus, and they were just in constant flow of what they were doing. Now I will back up and say one thing: the lady from the show called me the night before. And this is the night before the show, and basically said, "Yeah, you're going to be on my show tomorrow. What do you do? No idea, nothing. I mean, something about guns, something about history. Can you can you tell me more?" And we talked for about ten minutes, and I fed her all the stuff that I wanted to talk about most on the the show, and you know, the stuff that showed up under my name, what she led in with, all of that was literally what I told her the night before. Um, there really wasn't, this was not a, a research piece that we went through. And I didn't realize how important that phone call was the night before because I accidentally framed the entire thing, not knowing that's what was going to happen because I was terrified the whole thing was an ambush, um, you know, as you always are when you're dealing with the media. Right, right. But then, you know, the next day I'm sitting there with that, 
an earpiece in my ear. I can barely hear what's going on. They keep doing mic checks. They keep saying we're going on in a second. And uh, there are these two, you know, floor-to-ceiling lamps that they've got on me from, you know, both front sides. And then they tell me they're going to turn on the main lights. It's not enough to have these studio lights two feet away from me. I had taped up my talking points under the camera, and when they hit the main lights, I couldn't see them anymore. It was so bright, I couldn't see anything. I knew basically where the camera was, so I just sort of pointed that way, but I couldn't see a thing. Um, and then I was just speaking to this this faint voice in my ear, and it was very, uh, it was unique. Um, I will say this, having come on the radio show with you was really helpful, um, because getting used to talking to a voice in my ear, um, you know, really gave me a, put me in a good position with her. So, and then when we went through the spiel, I, I only, I, I was originally told we were going to have a 10 minute piece and then suddenly we were over in three. It felt like 60 seconds. It felt like it was over in no time. And, uh. We did pretty good. No major flubs. Got the major points out. Tried to squeeze in Waterman at the last second because I told Eel I'd do it. And uh, we walked away really good. And then uh, it was a, a long car ride home on a lot of adrenaline. So, well, and you did a fine that. job. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, I've heard that several times. And uh, I just got, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, um, it seems the last month I've always been rushing somewhere, and uh, and sometimes I, I don't know how. Uh, th- there are a lot of things I'd end up not being able to make. I won't be able, to, you know, I can't make uh, certain things because uh, the work schedule, etc. But I haven't missed uh, an apple seed, and I think I only missed uh, one episode uh, of doing this show live. Uh, almost two years ago, and uh, so I, I always managed to do that, but I just uh, I came driving in at the last minute tonight, and I wasn't able to uh, to look at the the link yet, but I've heard several people say that uh, you did a great job, you didn't let her redirect you, and that you, uh, uh, what was somebody saying, that you had talked, that she tried to redirect you and you just kept talking. Well, what's funny about that is there was two things. One, um, she was uh, she caught me mid sentence, and uh, my kids do that, and they know that I'll just keep going. Exactly. Um, and the second thing was is because I hadn't finished my point, and I decided I was going anyways. I could only kind of hear her because again, she was not. They had put this earpiece in my ear and said, "Turn the microphone up as high as you can hear it," and I did. But I still, you know, it, I could hear her more or less, uh, but not enough. And, and it's interesting. I, I've looked at the interview once, um, and then I decided I didn't want to watch it anymore because you start tearing yourself apart, and what could you do, and what could you know, that kind of thing. Um, but other yeah, people and if, you, and if you don't do it for yourself, everybody else will help you do that. They'll exactly. be glad to tell you what you, what you could have done. The funny thing was is at one point I had just finished saying something about, you know, April 1970, 75. She came back with, you know, you guys talk about 1776, and I thought, oh, no, I just flubbed the date. I totally flubbed the date. 
And so I immediately led into my next comment with 1775 again because I knew that if I didn't correct myself, you know, Fred was going to be the first one on the phone and Hawk right after him. <laughs> well, when we were done, the first thing I said when I pulled the earpiece out is I said, did I say 1776 or was that just her? And they said, no, she was the only one who said that. She just wasn't listening to you. And, right. Uh, and so it... Uh, it was interesting because, and when it was all over, I I only kind of remembered what I said because um, you're just so intense in the moment. But, right, uh, I do the same things that you're talking about. I I tell you what, my my kids are not so much; they don't do it so much anymore because because they know what's going to happen. They, I'm just not; I'm just completely ignore them. But my dad, he's done it all my life, and he he still just completely he does it completely, and he'll just uh, he'll ask me a question, I'll start answering it, I'll get four or five words out. They don't ask me a question about something completely unrelated, completely different, and I'll just ignore it until I've answered the first question because I feel like if you're going to if you're going to ask me a question, then I'm going to answer it regardless of what you say or do. I'm going to answer it. <laughs> so I applaud you for that. Well, it was it was quite the experience, um, and uh, when when I got nominated because everybody else ran out of the room faster than I did. Um, I, I hope for the best, um, and uh, and again it, it went well. And uh, you know, it's interesting where it's popping up because the message of civic involvement, the message of you know the third path, and oh by the way, we can shoot some guns too, really resonates in a lot of places. Um, and it's it's just interesting, you know, as we do these media hits, watching where things percolate up at. And, and a lot of it's where you'd expect, the usual places. But some of them are in really different places. And it's it's just kind of interesting to watch. Oh, no, I, I tell you, the uh, the last few times that we've, uh, we've had media exposure, you know, one of the things that I always do is, uh, is I always uh, go through, I research and find out where, it's showing up. How did he get to such and such a place? And because uh, I want to know, because I want to find out how it got to a certain place, who put it there, and then what they said about it. Uh, because that gives me an idea about uh, uh, about the distance between what was said and what somebody else is uh, is saying about it. And uh, yeah, you're right. It, the, the the information will get uh, put up somewhere that. Uh, you would completely not expect it uh, on, uh, when was the last one? I found one on a cooking show uh, from the New York Times. Uh, I found it uh, on an auto mechanics show, uh, or rather an auto mechanics uh, forum. And uh, uh, so the coverage that this gives us is, uh, is really great. And the best thing that you can do, now let me ask you this real quick. I hear you talking, and uh, so we know that that it didn't kill you uh, to go and ask for coverage and get on the air and stuff like that. Uh, do you have any physical scars from it? No, not at all, not at all. I got a free car ride out of the whole thing. There you cool. go. Uh, any one of you guys can do this. Now, you may not be able to get on Fox, but I wouldn't say that you couldn't either. But any one of you guys uh, can take five minutes out of your day, call up a radio station, and get on the air. I guarantee you, you can do it. I guarantee you, you can do it. You get it on your telephone, 
You uh, you call up, and they give you the numbers for the show. You call up. If it doesn't, if it's busy, you just hang up and you call again. You hang up and you call again. Pretty soon you'll get through. And when you do, uh, you use whatever they're saying. You make your comment on what they're talking about. Uh, don't try and change the subject. For one thing, the call screener won't let you do that. But uh, say you want to have a, you want to make a comment about what they're saying. And when and when you do get on the air, you do stick to that. You make a comment about what they're saying. And then you find a nice, polite way to invite the person to an apple seed, uh, let them know that uh, we also care about the founders, uh, whatever way you can to tie it in. And that is going to be a way for you to bypass handing out between uh, 5,000 and 100,000 or a million flyers. So the job of promotions is the job of every single person uh, in the program. And Tech did a great job today. He did a really great job on this. But every one of you can be doing great jobs on this. Every one of you guys can be finding some way to get your foot in the door, to get a trifold in somebody's hand, uh, to get uh, uh, the the program out on the radio, uh, some way to get the word out about the program. That's a job from every single one of you guys. And there are thousands of ways to do it. How many of you guys uh, uh, put the uh, uh, the Waterman shoot up on one of the Illinois community calendars? I was hoping to hear from somebody about that tonight, if somebody had, uh, uh, had been spending some time doing that. And listen, it doesn't have to be just for Waterman. Matter of fact, you should be starting in your state, in your city. If you're in a city and you're having shoots there uh, near you, you should have every one of those community calendars covered uh, and filled in. The newspapers, you can write uh, or just email in the event into the newspapers because they're going to have a section in there usually like uh, around the town or this weekend section. Make sure you get it in there. It's free. It's simple to do. Make sure that you list it as a nonprofit and you get it in the newspapers. Get it in, in on the uh, community calendars. Uh, that should be one of the first things that you're doing. And then uh, and then trying to make some time to call into some of the radio shows, to uh, to talk to different people, just to ask uh, for ways, uh, not ask for ways, but ask for folks to cover you. You've got a local radio or a local television station. Uh, no matter where you live, you've got a local radio station, even if it's public access. Call them up and say, listen, uh, we've got an event coming up this weekend. Love for you guys to come out and take a look at it. Uh, you may have seen it uh, at, on the New York Times or on one of the Fox News broadcasts recently. And this also is a help because if New York Times and Fox News has covered it, well, then it's newsworthy, okay? You don't have to convince them. It's newsworthy. They're going to want to jump on that boat. Give them the uh, directions, the address for the uh, New York Times and for the Fox News coverage we just got. And say, listen, you may want to come and cover this because it's newsworthy. And uh, the most they can do is say no. And the best they can do is say yes and end up out there with a camera and a crew and uh, and give you guys some coverage. Make sure that when this happens or if they say yes, make sure the first thing you do is contact uh, some of the folks in promotions and let the folks know that this is uh, that this is happening so that we'll have a uh, so that we'll be aware that it's happening. Uh, Tech, you got anything else on this? Uh, no, not really. I mean, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the only thing I would suggest is if you if you are going to get a chance to to say a few things, you know, make sure you got them written down ahead of time. Um, you know, as it turned out for me, I couldn't see my crib notes. I couldn't see, you know, my 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 cheat sheet. But you know, all the practice I did when I finally had to make that cheat sheet, it just the making of it really helped me. So you know. Have have a couple notes in front of you. If there's something you really want to say, write it down so that when you get on, if if you blank, it's right there and you can roll with it. Right, and that's a very important thing. I was going to say, even if you couldn't see yours, the fact that you made them up, and I have no doubt that as you were sitting in the back of the quote limo uh, on the way there, that you were uh, that you were rehearsing what you were going to say. Oh yeah, you can do the same thing. Listen, whenever I'm on the Whenever I've got, uh, and usually it's when I'm on the road, because I'm very seldom ever in my house during the day, uh, you know, waiting for a radio show. Sometimes I'll try and take off a couple of hours to try and make sure that I'm uh, that I'm in that slot and on a landline. But usually I'm out in the field or I'm on the way somewhere with my phone. Okay, I call up, I get past the call screener. And then I'm telling you, when I'm there, when I'm actually I'm doing it before I call, but once certainly once I've got the got past the call screener, I'm sitting there listening to the show. I'm rehearsing what I'm going to say. Uh, you know, I'm paying attention to make sure he doesn't open my, my mic while I'm rehearsing it, but uh, I'm rehearsing what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it, and that's what you should be doing. Uh, you don't want to cut. You don't want to get somebody to get you on the air and then you go, uh, uh, let's see, what can I say or or how should I say this? Already have it thought out. Have it thought out before you start dialing numbers. Here's what I would like to say if I get a chance. Yeah, I'm definitely going to tell them about this if I get a chance. Uh, there's a shoot coming at this location. Whatever it's going to be, think about what you're going to say and then rehearse it so that you can say it in a fairly normal voice without a lot of stuttering or a lot of um, uh, uh, e, uh, uh, and get the word out. It's not, uh, it's not a difficult thing to do. And it's not dangerous. Uh, certainly, I know that people uh, have the feeling that it's going to be dangerous because you're going to be uh, on the phone and uh, a thousand or ten thousand or a million uh, people are going to be listening to you. Uh, it doesn't matter. They can't see you. They can't uh, get their hands around your throat even if they wanted to. So, uh, so you're completely safe in doing that. And Tecker said that uh, it helped him by calling here to the radio station here. You guys are always welcome to call in. You call in, I'll get you on the air. You can get a little uh, practice at uh, at talking on the radio because it's no different than talking anywhere else. The only times I get nervous when I'm calling a radio station is is whenever I'm trying to figure out exactly how to make a jump if there's a big gap in between what they're talking about and what I want to talk about. That's the only time I get very nervous about it. It's like, how am I going to make, how am I going to jump this precipice and tie this in without them giving me the, you know, the second, seven second kill switch? Uh, because that's happened to me too. You know, if I've gone to stations that weren't as, uh, as receptive to the message, and the minute I made the jump and started talking to it, they just hung up on me. But, uh, but you know what? I don't have any scars from that either. So uh, it didn't kill me. I almost got the message out. <laughs> so you guys don't be afraid of doing that. 
Uh, Tech, are you going to the uh, the Waterman? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm coming to the Waterman. Uh, you know, I'm going to bring rifles. I'm going to bring a hat. Whichever works out works out. Uh, I wouldn't miss this for a world. You know, I was I came into the program three months too late to miss the original Ditchwater. There's no way I would miss this. Uh-uh. <laughs> no way at all. Well, that's great. What about uh, you know? I've seen several shots of your uh, of your tribal members, but none of them are none of them are really at the age to go to a shoot yet, are they? Well, the uh, the no, not really. The eight year old uh, is close, and we uh, we snuck in at the end of the all women shoot uh, in May. Uh, I wanted to bring both my daughters down, even though they were too young to shoot. Uh, I wanted to bring them down and show them, you know, that shooting is not a man's sport and by any means. And here is all women teaching all women uh, a, a human uh, skill and a human right and, uh, you know, something that everybody can do. And, well, we may have brought a rifle with us, and, you know, after things had kind of, you know, we're done and they, you know, called the line and cleaned up. My daughters wanted to go over and shoot and maybe I took the rifle out and maybe my eight-year-old shot for the first time at the all-women shoot, uh, even though it was over. I still call it at the all-women shoot. And right. I had a great time. And I had her shoot a green coat and she did really well. So, uh, they're they're old enough to probably go to a regular seed part day. They are not old enough to do waterman. Um, Waterman is going to be amazing. Uh, Waterman's going to be huge. Waterman's going to be a madhouse. Waterman is going to be, you know, every bit uh, the organized chaos that uh, we will all remember it for. And uh, and when it's all over, uh, you know, everybody everybody owes you at least one beer apiece because <laughs> that event. Wow, and he's you know I've seen I've seen some of the the put stuff he's put together for it. it's going to be amazing, and uh, I've seen the berms. Oh my God! I've you know outside of a military base I've never seen berms like this, and uh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Well, that sounds great. Now you say, did they put the berms up for the shoot? No, no. Um, I don't want to go into too much details because I was kind of only paying attention while I was drooling at the berms. Right. But this this is a huge facility. I think it was built in relation to the hopes that Chicago would have the Olympics. Um, and we're talking, you know, imagine two berms forty feet uh, forty feet high, running six hundred yards down each side, and at right. the end another berm that's you know sixty feet high, running. I think it's about a hundred about. 100, 200 yards wide. I mean, it's huge. And this is just one of the bays. It's the big bay. Uh, They have other bays, and we will have a secondary bay. Uh, Hopefully we can sneak some KD in on day two with some of the shooters or or if we have some shooters who need special attention over there. But this is going to be an enormous line. I mean, if you think about five football fields worth of shooters in a line all cutting loose at once, I mean, I, I try to imagine it in my head, and uh, you're going to need a crane to get up high enough to see all these people or, you know, at least climb up on a couple cars, whatever. 
it's it's going to be amazing. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, and uh, I certainly wish I could make it because uh, because it is going to be a fantastic event, and uh, there is a lot of work that's going into this. I've got a new shoot that I'm opening up. Matter of fact, there are several shoots uh, that are going to be covered that weekend, but <clears throat> but I, I would certainly uh, love to make this and. Any of you folks that can make it, I'm telling you, if you if you end up sitting on your couch uh, on that date uh, when you had a chance to make it to this, you are going to be sad, sad, my friends. You want to try and make sure that you uh, and don't wait. I'm telling you, it's 191 right now, uh, and that may not even be right. There's probably uh, another six or seven that have uh, clicked on between. Uh, when I checked it last and right now, don't wait until it's done because you're going to say at the, the week of the shoot, you're going to say, man, uh, that might be something fun for me to go to. I, I think I want to go. I don't want to miss that. And you know what? It's going to be too late already. The only way to make sure that you're going to get a place is if you go right now and sign up for the event. I don't care if you're an instructor, uh, if you're an Appleseed uh, member, uh, if you're going to be a shooter, whatever it is. To make sure that you're going to get a place in the line, you got to go now. Uh, you're not taking on any walk-ons for this. So make sure that you are signed up now, uh, this week. Uh, and make sure that uh, if you're going, that you're not going alone. Who in the world wants to drive to a shoot alone? Who wants to lay on the line alone and shoot? Make sure that you got your neighbor coming with you. Uh, make sure that you have your, uh, your son, uh, your daughter, with you to share in this historic event because it is going to be part of history. I'm telling you guys, I truly believe that uh, someday in the not-too-distant uh, future, there's going to be a, a very large building uh, down uh, by the uh, by the square in Washington, D.C., somewhere that's going to house the Appleseed Project uh, Probably the uh, you know the headquarters and then the uh, museum. So this is one of the things that you want to be part of. Don't wait till the last second. Get on there this week. Get signed up. Uh, get your buddies signed up. Your sons, your daughters, your fathers, your mothers. Get everybody signed up. That's going this week for the shoot. Don't wait till the last second. Okay, Absolutely. I can't. Uh, I can't. Uh, I'm in a. Uh, I'm in a weather system timeout. Well, if any of you folks are calling on, it's not me ignoring you. I'm, I can't get, uh, I can't get the system to obey my authority. Uh, now, now the interesting thing is, remember, Scott, we got uh, that same weekend we got 21 other shoots taking place, and uh, you know, the of course the natural competitive instinct in Appleseed would be to say, uh, you know. Can Waterman, you know, by itself match all the other shoots and number of shooters on the line, or are they going to collectively be louder than we will? I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, e They're probably going to beat us up, but, you know, it's worth a shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I would say that maybe in the beginning that could have happened, but uh, you said it's 21, right? I do believe so. Jutes Nasty was pointing out... Uh, 
I believe it was 21 other shoots that whole that weekend. I mean, think about that. We're having a shoot of 300 people. We're having something twice the size of Ditchwater the first year. And the first year, we only had, I believe, 18 shoots. Now we're having the biggest event ever, double the size of Ditchwater. And, oh, by the way, we're doing more shoots that weekend uh, as well, uh, you know, than we did our first year. That, I mean, think about the size we've ramped up to, um, you know, the size we are now. And, uh, you know, for a moment, just bask in that. And then, you know, as soon as you think, wow, that's really cool, then, you know, revel in the terror of the fact that we have to double for next year. So, uh, so, you know, yeah. next year, instead of, you know, measly 21 extra shoots on a big weekend, we really need to have about 50 because, you know, and every year it seems like we can't do it, and every year we pull it off. Right. So, well, we're looking through at hard work. The, we're looking, uh, you know, we looked at uh, – 50 for the first year of the, you know, the first uh, uh, organized year uh, of the program, doing 50 shoots, and uh, and then 100 the next, and uh, we're looking at, uh, for Texas, we're looking at 200 shoots for next year in just one state. That's amazing. Uh, uh, California. Is going to be at the same uh, the same level. They're going to be looking at 200 shoots. So there's 400 and, and, shoots in just two states. And that's California. I mean, yeah. do you remember when when I mean, I remember back, and I wasn't in the program as an instructor. I was a student, but I remember sitting around the campfire and saying, "Boy, wouldn't it be awesome if we could have a shoot in California and try to help those guys out, know what it's like, to, you know, blah blah blah." And now they're a juggernaut. I mean. You know, we used to joke about, you know, how California never catch up with Indiana, and now we're eating lots of crow. I mean, they're amazing. And, uh, you know, we like to say at our shoots that they're they're really, really busy over there putting those uh, rifles behind those blades of grass again. Yeah, so, uh, yeah exactly. And, and California, <clears throat> excuse me, California, like you said, uh, was just a few short years ago uh, when – when everybody felt that uh, California was uh, the no-no state, uh, that uh, they weren't even going to let us in the door there. And, uh, my gosh, look at them now. Well, look at everybody. <clears throat> the uh, the whole, when you look at a map of the United States, it, and it's covered with numbers, then that really is a very, very significant change uh, from just a few short years ago. And... So, and an organization, like I said, growing at this rate is creating, it's already creating uh, a massive amount of history. And as I said, I truly believe that this isn't just another flash in the pan. This isn't just another uh, uh, bureaucratic type organization that's going to, uh, uh, that's going to mellow out and end up going in the direction that so many others have gone. Uh, we've got something completely different here. We've got a lot of different uh, reasons behind it. We've got a lot of good folks. It is providing a way for folks to become involved in making a difference. Like I said earlier in the show, we, uh, 
there are so many people that want uh, they want a way to make a difference. They want a way to be involved in something where they can make a difference, and they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to get uh, to to somewhere where they can make a difference. And this is it. This is a way for them to do it. Yeah, and in the you know. In a time where so many people feel disaffected or lost or confused and don't know what to do, and you know so many other people are you know concerned about you know their personal safety, so many people are are interested in trying new things. We got we got a real milieu, and people are flocking. I mean, all sorts of people are are coming to us, and it's it's really amazing. Well, uh, we're we're the premier organization. Um, the guy, when I was talking to the guy the other night out here on the front porch, uh, he was saying, you know, well, what about my kids? And this actually, this guy is from the, uh, the Mormon church. And, uh, he found out yeah. about it from the Mormon church. Yeah. And, you know, the Mormon church has, uh, this is another area I meant to, to talk to folks about too, because the Mormon church, you know, has a track record of, uh, of being a church that is concerned with preparedness. I mean, you, they, you guys, you look at their. Uh, oh yeah. I say they want uh, folks to have a year's food prepared and stored, and they don't just tell you to do it. Uh, they set up uh, canneries and everything else so that the members food, and they can get a year's worth of food prepared and stored. Well, this falls right along that same line. Uh, you want to have bill that you can have. And, uh, you know, we talk about this over at uh, Survival Podcast, too. Uh, rifle marksmanship is a, just another tool that you can put in your bag and that you can have to help prepare you uh, for any kind of uh, situation in the future, if you need to hunt game, etc. And I told this guy, because uh, he was asking about, uh, you know, kids and wives and stuff like that, and I go, look, I said, that is the thing that we're geared up to do. That's what we do, is we bring people back into shooting. We get people involved in shooting for the very first time. So that's one of our main uh, our main tricks of the trade, is we're excellent at it, is introducing new shooters into the uh, the shooting industry. I mean, we, we do that at every single event. We're, we are excellent at it. And taking people who have never fired a rifle... Uh, we help them cut the box open, get the rifle out, and then when they leave, they have a, a really sharp understanding of the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship and rifle safety. Uh, so it just doesn't get better than that. Uh, as far as having it for a, uh, uh, a family organization, for a church group, a youth group, uh, anything like that, we are the, we're the top tier on that. We've, we've honed those skills and how to teach those skills to new people, I think better than almost any organization in the United States today. Exactly. And and because anybody can come, anybody is invited, you know, anybody is welcome on the line. And, uh, you know, we don't just say it, we, we actually mean it. And, uh, and people, you know, people are wary, but, uh, you know, when you mean something, people will understand. And, uh, you know, they're coming. And it, yeah. it really, you know, and word of mouth is part of what does it. 
um, you know, it's, it's our number one, but, you know, all sorts, it's, it's the spreading of the word of mouth, and, and things are getting bigger and bigger, and, you know, hold on, because it's, you know, it's getting faster. And yeah. uh, you know, and that's going to be one of the other things. You know, we've always measured growth and what growth means to us in number of shoots and number of shoot bosses and number of shoot instructors. But there's a lot more that comes with growth, and, you know, we're now at one of those one of those moments where the stretching is is uh, difficult and and we're we're growing into our size and you know we've barely begun. I mean, compared to where we need to be in ten years, this ain't nothing. But uh, but we're we're up to the task, and so you know here we go. Hold on. Right, and listen, you guys that uh, if you've called in, or, or I see some guys in the I see in the chat here that you guys have asked me some questions, <clears throat> and. Uh, and I'm still in a, uh, uh, what does it call it, an upstream TCP connection establishment timeout. Uh, I have no idea what that means. Uh, but apparently there's uh, something with the storm between me and the satellite or something. Who knows? But if you've, if you've asked questions or if you've called in and I'm not putting you on or something, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's because I, I have no control over the uh, the stuff here. I see that uh, True is asked if it's all staffed by volunteers, and I, but I can't see anything. I can't see what the question was above that that she asked. The uh, the server let it refresh. I can see that, but uh, I can't see the question above it. So I'll have to try and see what it is later, and I can maybe answer that question for you. But uh, right now it's just a... Uh, it's I think everything radio. we do is staffed by volunteers. I don't think we have anything other than volunteers. Well, I think that she's asking about, or maybe that's what, maybe that is what it. Maybe there's not a question about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that, maybe that's what she's asking or telling, or trying to, to get me tending at for me to ask. Yes, that's exactly true. Everything that we do, there, every person in the Appleseed Project is a volunteer. They've all volunteered, and for somebody that's looking to get uh, further involved and uh, and listen, I got another instructor, uh, uh, future instructor coming online uh, very soon. He was at a uh, well, let's see, I had a neighbor who's had some problems at their house, some difficulties. Uh, uh, anyway, I get it. The Appleseed Building in D.C. will be staffed by volunteers. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that Moggett made that clear. Okay, well I can't see that, but that's I'm sure that's what it'll be. Anyway, the uh, uh, the sheriff's department was involved in this thing, and uh, you know me, I don't uh, I won't even don't even pass up a funeral to try and do business, absolutely business, and uh, talk to the uh, sheriff's deputy, and uh, he said the exact same thing that this guy said the other night when he showed him the porch. He goes, man, I've been looking for a way. To try and get involved uh, for a couple of years now. He goes, this sounds perfect. This is what I want to do. And uh, he, 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 I was about ready to break out in a sweat. And he was, uh, because he was so excited about it. Uh, matter of fact, uh, you know, they were calling him on the radio, and uh, and he goes, what's the website? And uh, I told him the website. You know, he has a computer in his car, and he was, you know, surfing the website there, and. Uh, he goes, this is it. He goes, this is what I'm looking for. So 
Why Appleseed? That's why. Because this is a way for every person, every single everyday person to get involved. You don't have to have, you don't even have to have any special gear. I'm telling you, you don't have to have any special gear, nothing. You you let uh, one of the Appleseed uh, crews know what you need. I don't care if you don't have a rifle, earmuffs, shooting glasses, ammunition, whatever it is, you let us know, and uh, we will help you get on the line. And we'll help you uh, get your act together, get your uh, the instruction down, uh, so that you can become instructor and you can start helping other people. So you can start telling other people why Appleseed, why Appleseed is important why you should come, why why we're going to make a difference. Uh, and it's very important that you understand yourself, uh, and, and most of the people do, but there's the disconnect between, uh, it's like, it's no different than you understanding IMC and being able to put it on a rifle, and then you being able to get up and give a class on IMC. Okay, that's the the little disconnect there, is knowing how to give the class on IMC, which is a lot different than in, than understanding IMC. And it's the same thing with why Appleseed. You understand what it is. You know why you should be here. Make sure you know why, how to articulate that to other people. Make sure that you've you've practiced this this your spiel. A lot of times we just call it the elevator speech. Make sure that you've practiced your elevator speech. So that if you have 60 seconds to talk to somebody about it, that you don't waste those 60 seconds with um, ah, or maybe this, or maybe that. Make sure that you can articulate the reasons why Appleseed was selected by you. Everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different reason, uh, a different uh, uh, something that brought them into the program. Make sure that you can articulate what yours was, so that you can tell it to somebody so that they can understand, because it might be the same thing that they're looking for. It might be the same story that they're going to want to tell later. So make sure that you can speak to folks about why Appleseed. You can make them understand why Appleseed is important to you, first of all, and then to them. Just like I tell folks when they're telling the story, the instructors when they're telling the story, I say make sure that you found a part of the story that is relevant to you so that when you're telling the story, the part of the story that you're telling, the way that you've decided to tell the story, goes over the part of the story that's important to you. Because when you're telling the story, when you're telling a story that is important to you, then it's important to the people that are listening. Okay? And if the story isn't important to you, why in the world would it be important to them? So you need to make sure that the story... When I say the story, I'm not talking about the made-up story. I'm talking about the story of why you selected Appleseed, of why you thought Appleseed was important, and then why you're telling them they need to think it's important or why they need to consider it. Okay, that's going to take us to the end of the evening. I'm sorry we had some more uh, technical difficulties. I don't believe this had anything to do with the blog talk. I think this was uh, a satellite with a HughesNet or server or a satellite server problem. Uh, but if you guys had uh, questions that you wanted to ask or uh, if any of you called in or didn't get to you, I apologize. Uh, and uh, if you had any questions or anything, you can send it to me by PM. The Waterman shoot is coming up. Don't wait to the last minute. Uh, make sure you get it. Make sure that you go to the forum and you grab the 
the hot link for Tekris's interview on Fox News, and you spread it around to the world, okay? Make sure that everybody uh, gets a chance to see that, that they know the address is, however you're going to do it. Include it uh, in the bottom inconspicuously uh, with any emails that you send out. Oops, how does that get in there? And uh, and let folks uh, let folks listen uh, to the interview. Tekris, thank you again for uh, for for getting that, doing that, and uh, I want to thank everybody that called in. Thanks everybody that listened to the show, and we'll see you again this next uh, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central. Thank you everybody, and good night. Good night.